And we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. I am Jay. This is Gerald coming to you live. What are we talking about today? We're talking about an auto market update, but not just any update. We have to brace for impact. That's the topic of the conversation today. Are you ready to do this, Gerald? Sure, let's go. Have you ever felt like you were taken for a ride while buying, selling, or repairing your car? Well, not anymore. I'm Jay, and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for, whether you are buying, selling, or repairing your car. With over 26 years of automotive experience, we are the Auto Authorities. This podcast is sponsored by iAutoAgent.com. We're real estate agents for cars. Booyah. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. I am Jay. That is Gerald coming to you live. We are talking about the auto market update. Brace for impact, Gerald. What we're going to talk about is that here in a second. But before we get going, let's thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com at iAutoAgent. They are real estate agents for cars. They have an individual division where they'll help you market, list, and show your car so you don't ever have to go to the dealer or sell it yourself at no cost to you. And then when you're ready to buy your vehicle, they'll find it for you. They'll deal with the dealer and they'll tee it up. And you just walk into the dealer when you approve the deal. And then we have the fleet division where if you are a business owner with a fleet, iAutoAgent acts as a strategic partner with you to help you find those really hard to find fleet vehicles used in new nationwide. They help you sell those fleet vehicles for maximum profit. And they help you with all those tedious, tedious tasks that are costing your business. We allow you to run your business using our done-for-you fleet management program. And then we have Wrestling with Sales. Please tell us about that, Gerald. Sure. You can find us on YouTube and also on the Fired Up Network, anywhere where you get your streaming channels, uh, Carbon TV, Dingo TV, Glory Star TV, 30 different apps. Hopefully soon, even on one of the big boys that's on every single TV in the country. And this month, we are helping bring back Central States Wrestling right here. There's a crowd shot at the National Guard Armory in Lenexa, Kansas, the CSW Zone. Just right off of the Lenexa City Center, easily located in Kansas City. And Jay, we're uh, bringing in one of uh, your friends from St. Louis. Uh, a black belt herself, the little blue dragon, Tootie Lynn Ramsey. You've seen her before on AEW Wrestling. She's going to be one of the featured performers on the show for Central States. And we'll even have Central States Wrestling Championship belts for kids. You can get uh, get your kid a little championship belt right at the card. And we just talk about yeah, a fun way to talk about how to be successful. Talk with different athletes about what they did how much work they put in to get into pro wrestling and some of those elements that you can take yourself and use in your day-to-day -day activity. Because, you know, if you're selling cars, if you're talking to auto fleets, nobody's coming up to hit you with a pair of nunchucks like uh, Tootie Lynn, but you are getting hit every day by different challenges and different obstacles. And if you can get your mindset moving in the right direction that you have no fear That'll help you out and let you succeed. So now in this auto market, uh, having no fear is a good thing to have. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of 
fear. We'll be talking a lot about that here in a second. But before we do, if you are just tuning in, you can literally watch us live at 12 p.m. Tuesday on the Facebook group page, The Auto Authorities. You simply click the Join Group button. We're also on LinkedIn at that same time live. If you want to watch us, but you can't watch us live, even better, you can watch all our episodes on the Auto Authorities YouTube page. You just click the subscribe button and the notification button in that right-hand corner, and then you can be notified for every single one of our episodes. We're we're literally worldwide now, and we want to hear your comments because we will personally respond to your comments. That's why we do it. We do it for you. And then the third is, is if you want to just listen to us on the way to work, no problem. Go to autoauthorities.com. That's theautoauthorities.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Pandora, Google Podcasts. There's so many different ways that you can listen to us. And then, Gerald, we are top 15 on our TV channel, aren't we? What is that TV channel that yeah. you can hear? Shop Plus TV. And uh, it's definitely the new trend in digital communication, fast channels. Nice. Free advertising supported television. Nice. So that's things like Pluto, like Carbon TV, like Dingo, like Glory Star, like Live Local, uh, Samsung Plus. Mm. On all of your TVs, you, you got the channels and they're they're free. No excuse so, not to listen. Enough. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. We have to brace for impact. We are in the seasonal downturn that we usually have. In, in the used car business, but how is it different right now? Well, you know, I, I what I've noticed too over the last 20 years, seasonality in car sales, and th this is backed by national numbers, seasonality in car sales isn't what it used to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, it used to be if you were in car sales, if you were a car salesperson or a car sales manager, everybody who worked in car sales told you, until you almost didn't want to hear it anymore. Hey, you better save this money you're making for March to July because there's nothing after July. We're done. Then it became, you better save this money you're making because, man, after August, it's over. You do nothing. Then, and about 05, 06, oh, man, hey, you better save all this money you're making because after September, oh, well, you, you're going to do nothing. The whole year's done. Then it was October. Then it was November. Then, and this is the only time it's still true, the beginning of December, there's not many cars sold. No. If you want to get a great deal on a car, um, I'd imagine for almost any dealership in the country, the time between like December 7th to December 14th is probably the slowest time they have all year. Yep. I would agree with that 100%. The day after Christmas till the day after New Year's for most dealerships is the busiest week of the year. Used to be an absolute ghost town. Now it's one of the busiest weeks of the year. And really the only the only bad month for car sales now is February. So seasonality isn't what it used to be. So the only effect is you just aren't getting the quantity of trade-ins and we're still dealing with that lack of inventory from 2018. It's still lingering. You're not seeing those low mileage trade-ins. 
No, not, not at all. Um, it's interesting too, because prices are, are have declined 1.7% in the last two weeks, but it's still more than normal, which is interesting because the, the numbers that we saw before the pandemic uh, really has been, um, it's been, it's interesting. And because I don't think, and this is just my opinion, I don't, I don't think they're going to go back to where they were before, unless it is Not a really, really expensive car. No, because here, what are you going to replace it with? Um, there's a good Kansas City company, a good local Kansas City company, Auto Alert. And what Auto Alert makes, it, it's it's a great program uh, because dealerships have so many customers in their database. Uh, most decent sized dealerships, they may have 60,000 customers in their database and they're all down staff size from pre-COVID. So maybe they have 10 salespeople. Okay, well, do the math. There's no way possible to communicate with 60,000 customers. It's never going to happen. So Auto Alert is a software that goes through your database and tells you which customers should be in ideal position to trade based on historical trade cycles. It's a great tool. And pre-COVID, it worked tremendously. The problem now is you can have a software that tells you, hey, you have, here, let's use our, our resident car salesperson. Say hi, Grady. So <laughs> Grady, sell Chevys and he has 50 customers that have Malibus and are in a position to trade their Malibu in. They're in an equity position. They only have 80,000 miles, 70,000 miles on their Malibu and they could get a new Malibu and keep their payment ideally about the same. It'd be great, right, Grady? Yeah, see, he's happy. The problem is for, for poor Grady here, his Chevy dealership probably only has one Malibu because Chevy is not making enough of them to fill the dealerships they're barely making enough to fill their fleet orders that's why you can't rent a car from enterprise you have to rent a big suv because they don't have any cars so what does grady tell his 60 malibu customers that are in a position to trade their malibu and get a new one for the same payment with the current incentives it doesn't exist now how's it going to go when uh when our friend the Badger here calls up and lets somebody know they can trade out of their Malibu with equity and move into a Chevy Blazer 3LT and their payment only goes up $400 a month. Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's the phone call. Right. Or they, so that's the thing that we're facing right now too. Yeah. So we, or, we, or we'll get you a Malibu, but it's going to be six months. So perfect example, Gerald, on that note. So we at iAuto Agent, when with our vehicle finder program, we help uh, vehicle uh, individuals buy new and pre-owned vehicles. So there's a lot of leases coming due right now that we're we're seeing. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you one lady in specific, she's got a Nissan Altima that she leased. And oh yeah. my God, I mean, she got a killer lease. So what do you think that conversation is going to go like when I talk talk with her and say, yeah, it's, do you want to get out of your lease? She's going to buy, no, I want to, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. What you do? Yeah. yeah. The conversation's I, probably going to be, do you have a good relationship with your credit union? Go buy it. Right. Because the only way you're going to get anywhere close to your current payment is you buy that one. Exactly. Like, you, you did it yourself. Mm -hmm. I did. I did. I did on the, we have a BMW and this X1, it's a 2020. 
We have under 20,000 miles on it. And we were only paying, now this is this is the iAuto agent special because of our connections, but we were only paying $438 a month for a 40 something thousand dollar BMW. Then if I wanted to replace that BMW, it was double that on a sure. lease. So now I refinanced it. Uh, I bought it, financed it, paid sales tax. It's a it's a company car now, and it's a it, it made all the sense in the world to do. Uh, who, absolutely. I mean, Honda. Up your lease. Yeah, you can't. And here's the problem: the reason why companies did those subvented leases, and no one did them more than Honda. Honda for years has thrown all their incentives at leasing. Whereas other companies were doing rebates, Honda never did rebates. They put tons of lease cash out, which is just another word for a rebate. Mm -hmm. Why would they do that? Because it created a circle of car life, if you will, that gave their dealers access to quality, low mileage used cars that they could then sell as Honda certified. So Honda could make the money on the certified warranty, just scoop in about 600 bucks to certify it. And then the everybody wins because the manufacturers had low price, low mileage used cars to sell. Well, the problem is they were leasing. You could get a Civic lease like two thousand down, two hundred a month for a Civic LX. Now to lease that same Civic, it's something like six hundred fifty, seven hundred dollars. Nobody's going to do that. Mm. And the people that lease those Civics on thirty nine, thirty six month leases which Honda was manipulating because they were looking forward and estimating how many units would get turned in and they wanted to create their own reliable flow of certified inventory. That's why the lease terms change. That's why sometimes it's 36, sometimes it's 39, sometimes it's 42 because they wanted to balance the number that were coming back. Well, now none of them are coming back. No. So you go look at your Honda dealership, and this is true anywhere in the country. Look at a Honda dealership, look at a Toyota dealership, look at a Subaru dealership, and you'll find that their used car inventory levels are down significantly and disproportionately are made up of domestic vehicles because that's all that's getting traded in. According, Imports according, aren't getting traded in. They're holding on to them. According to my research, uh, Toyota Honda had the tightest in inventory at twenty under twenty three day supply, which basically means that on the new car side, that means that all their inventory will be gone in twenty three days. And that actually, uh, actually means even more than that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. It's it means that you can't get a Toyota or Honda. Unless again, you know, they're building, I mean, you know, better than me on the Toyota side, aren't, are they building SUVs that really expensive, the want those first? Only some, you can get a Tundra. Keep in mind too, when you're saying Toyota and Honda inventories are less than 23 days, you know, where, and it's, it's lower than it used to be uh, about 80% of Toyotas, 80% of Hondas are made in the U S now, but 20% of them still come from Japan. Well, the day supply starts ticking as soon as the car is allocated to the dealer. So for a vehicle that's a Japanese production coming to a domestic dealer, that car may take 
35 to 40 days from allocated time to being on the ground available for sale. You factor those into the day supply. There's plenty of Toyota and Honda models that are actually at a functional negative day supply because the cars are still in freight, they're still in allocation, and largely are pre-sold. If you're looking at a Highlander, a Grand Highlander, a Pilot, a CRV, a CRV hybrid, they're hitting the ground sold. So you may have some models that have a negative day supply of 100, 180 days. There's some Lexuses, same phenomena is going to hit for Lexus. They may have a negative day supply of a year, year and a half. So there's still lots of cars that are incredibly tight. And if you want a specific color, you want a specific Hmm. color, specific package, Odyssey Touring Elite. It may take two and a half, three years to get it if you're not open to looking at every dealership in the country mm-hmm. and you just happen to find one at random. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually happening interesting on the fleet side of things. So the Ford Transit is an extremely popular vehicle that these businesses really, really want. Mm-hmm. And they're they're just not producing those vehicles because the margins are not high enough to be on the front. I mean, like, like we said in previous episodes, they want to produce the really, really expensive SUVs and pickup trucks. That's where they're making their money. They're not going to put the, like you said, the Honda civics and things like that. And here's the other thing too, I don't want to talk about is the consumer sentiment and just what is that perception with the consumer right now? How confident are they in our economy? And right now, it's not so good. Yeah, I mean, you you got to wonder, too, because there are things that are are hitting you, right? And there's always unease and unease and things that you don't know the answer. Uncertainty is always the worst thing for an economy. I mean watching the national news you know uh, there's plenty of things going on around the world that could cause unease and you're getting ready to make a major commitment you're getting ready to commit to a 700 800 a month payment well who knows maybe a war in israel is enough to make you say whoa hang on wait a minute doesn't take much no, and, and people get concerned, and when people get concerned, they just put on the brakes. But frankly, here's my opinion, and I, we talked about this last episode, is this is a very, very good time to buy a vehicle. This is the time when everybody's kind of on the sidelines. You will have leverage, on, not on every vehicle. Like, I'm talking about Stellantis. I'm talking about Ford. You know, Jeeps, Lincolns, uh, Dodge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those types of vehicles, Chevy. If it's the you know higher end Chevys, you're you're, you're going to have some leverage. So if you're thinking about buying one, and you have an older vehicle, I would say you're in a pretty damn good position to buy a vehicle right now. I would. Yeah, I mean, the best trade in right now is the car that's worth about ten thousand dollars that a dealership can run through their service department, put on the front line and sell 
only spending about $1,000. They'll go deep on that car because they have people coming in to any decent-sized dealer in the country asking to buy a fifteen, seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars $18,000 car. And if you're not financing the car, NADA book values, J.D. Power book values don't matter. Is it a nice enough car? Can we justify charging fifteen, eighteen thousand dollars for it? Yes. Would we rather have a fifteen, eighteen thousand dollar retail price car than this hundred thousand dollar pig that's been sitting here for six months? Yes. Yes. So, are we going to go an extra two, three thousand dollars in that cheap used car? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's where your value is. That's where you can make ground up. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. And. It'll be interesting to see because the Fed paused rates just recently, but they're also not saying that they're going to be paused for long. They may raise rates again, which would be, the I think, frankly, the stupidest thing. Like, I just don't understand how they think and like what that will do to so many, not just our industry, but so many other different industries as well. Like, You'll see, though, once they start dropping rates again, everybody will flood back into the market. And that's going to cause another issue. It's just like you said, the pendulum. It swings one way or another. It'll It'll be interesting. But I think the, yes, there's a lot of things going on in our world right now. But there's tremendous opportunities right now to buy vehicles, especially if you're an older vehicle that's already depreciated. It's not going to make any difference if you sell it now or you sell it next year. Might make might make sense to to get into another vehicle. Any final thoughts, Gerald? Yeah, you know, you want a metric to know when the economy's turning. See if your finance manager is still at the dealership because there's a phenomena that happens every time the housing market cools and the housing market heats up. And the housing market is going to be the best leading indicator of what happens with APR because, hey, on a car, a higher APR adjusts your payment, 25, 30 bucks a month. If you really need the car, if you really want it, it's not stopping you from buying it. Just isn't for most people. If you can afford 280, you can afford 300. If you can afford 550, you can afford 600. On a house, though, the APRs could change your payment by 800. $900. That may stop you. And there's this symbiotic relationship between dealership finance managers and mortgage loan officers. Most finance managers have been a mortgage loan officer and most mortgage loan officers have been a finance manager and they swim and follow the currents back and forth. As car dealerships get hot, they go to car dealerships. Mortgages get hot, they go to do mortgages. When you see finance managers leaving to go back and do mortgages, that's when you know the housing market's heating up and that's when the economy is getting ready to turn on. Absolutely. So there you Good. go. The uh, the finance manager to mortgage broker index. That'll be the sign. Very, very good golden nuggets. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We will see you on the next episode. Peace.